Hey ladies, welcome to the Her Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Holly Wright and I'm the founder and host of Her. I am super excited as we are in the month of February, we are kicking off a brand new series called Boundaries. And so we're going to be talking about the nitty gritty, the real and the raw things when it comes to setting healthy boundaries when it comes to friends, maybe dating, relationships. So I'm excited to have our first guest speaker of the month, and her name is Montana Duran, and she is from Atlanta, Georgia. And I connected with her through Instagram, and I absolutely love what she does. So hey, Montana, thanks for being on the podcast today. Hi, Holly. Thank you for having me. I love I love everything that you're doing here. It's really beautiful. Thanks. I'm super excited to have you on because our personalities are a lot alike. So it's going to be fun today. Um, why- I know. <laughs> I'm like, this I'm like sending you screenshots. <laughs> no, I love it. Girls are going to love it. So why don't we jump in? Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of who you are, where you're from, what you do, um, and then we'll jump in. Well, I am 26. I live in Atlanta. I have a podcast called Tana Talks, uh, where I just have some comedy guests on there because I am also uh, pursuing a career in comedy. I'm comedian. It's like I'm still trying to like <laughs> call myself that. Like I called myself that in Puerto Rico. Like I don't know. I went I went on a trip and I came back and I'm like, oh my god, I'm a comedian because people <laughs> were like saying that. So like I guess I'm a comedian now. Uh, that's what the website says. So yeah. And I really just like to use, um, healing and humor going together because healing and comedy kind of helped me. So that's what I like to do for others, um, with all the content, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that. So, but I also do like have a real job, uh, but I don't tell people that it's like an insurance. I don't really know what I do. That's but, just, yeah. yeah, that's just side hustle. You're a comedian. I think I went on your Instagram page and I was like, all right, I'm filming this girl. She's funny. And then I think I watched you live like a couple of days ago on Instagram. I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. <laughs> No, thank you for coming. You add you added a lot of value with those questions. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to connect with you and kind of hear your heart and story. Um, so I feel like every girl can relate to this topic because especially, you know, dating life or relationships, finding friends, you know, getting rid of toxic friends, everybody should set boundaries in today's world because what I have found is you get run over. And if you don't set mm-hmm. those he- healthy boundaries, especially dating someone or friendships a lot that I have found you just you're gonna get run over and so as we're talking about this uh topic this month I guess my first question for you this one's probably gonna be simple but it may be funny if you had to you know if you had to look back to high school Montana what was something (laughs) that (laughs) what was something that happened whether it was dating friendships high school that happened and then like a week or two later you were like oh my god I should have set a boundary like maybe you got ran over through friendships someone lied you messed up in you know a relationship with a dude give it to me the the real and the raw what happened (laughs) oh my god I've never shared this story you're getting this out of me this is good though this is good okay so I was in high school I moved high schools when I was 17 years old And it was literally full on the mean girl story. Like I ate my first meal in the bathroom. Like I was that girl, like so socially awkward. It's like, it's very weird to me that I'm doing what I do now. Like as far as like talking and like (laughs) talking to people, because I was so awkward. Like, uh, I've really changed a lot, but so I 
got in this group of girlfriends. They kind of literally took me in like the mean girl story. And I remember it was in high school. It was like one of the first times I ever drank in high school because I grew up in a super like religious family. And like I had a lot of alcoholism in our family. And my family always was like, Montana, don't drink. Your last name's Duran. Like you can't handle it. So like, of course, most kids would like listen to their parents. But I was like the kid that never listened. So I was always wanting to do things that I wasn't supposed to do. So I got drunk for the first time, like with these three girls, like we were all playing like truth or dare. And I remember they like dared me to like take my shirt, my shirt off. And like, I literally like had my full on like boobies out. Like <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and literally, no, like, I don't remember because like, literally this was like one of the first times I drank and I remember, I don't remember anything. So like I blacked out one of the first times I ever drank. So I definitely had a problem, but I didn't realize it. And they took a photo of me, apparently. And, like, then that next Monday at school, they had showed it to people. And I knew what I looked like that night. And I know that I was, like, very insecure about my body. And I was literally 17 years old. And I'm new at this school. Nobody knew who I was until this happened. Like, people were – and I still, to this day, like, never saw it. And it, people saw it and people, it was the talk of the school for a few weeks. Like it was when Twitter was big, like people were talking about it on Twitter. And I was just, that was like probably the first time besides like moving schools when you were 17, I was depressed, but like, that was one of the first times I was like super depressed. But the the worst part is, is like, I had no friends at this school. I wanted friends so bad. I knew that what they did was wrong, but I still stayed their friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't put that boundary up. And so that was probably like looking back at high school me, I would have been like, girl, what were you thinking? Those yeah. people are like, that's like a, like, that's a crime. Yeah. Now looking back, like that's literally a crime. People get in trouble for that now. For that I now. Was just, yeah. I took that internally and that like really hurt. So yeah. Wow. wow. That's Is intense. I think no I mean it's it's real life stuff like this happens to girls a lot maybe not that exact story but I think for kind of like what you said that really hit me is like you're like I stayed friends with them because I had no friends and I think a lot of girls do this is like we we put ourselves out there but we kind of draw in these people who aren't good for us because we want the relationships but we settle for those kind of girlfriends because they're there. And that's something that I battled with in high school and in college is just because a girl is there for you doesn't mean she's healthy for you. Like I've had a ton of people that come into my life to benefit off of them because they want to, you know, have friends, but it doesn't mean those are the right girls that are supposed to be in your circle. And the people that you do life with affect everything. It affects where Mm -hmm. you go, your purpose, Um, your attitude, your motives, and your heart, it affects everything. So I think that's a good scenario of like, you know, surrounding yourself with better people Mm -hmm. just because they're there, you know, doesn't mean you have to be friends with them. I think too, I, and I just like boundaries start with yourself first. And I was a very insecure person. And so if I would have started with those boundaries in myself and felt like self-aware enough to know, like, and be confident in myself, like I wouldn't have, I think sometimes when it comes to like friends, you'd rather have crappy friends than be alone because you're scared of yourself. But I think like the boundaries start with yourself. Yeah, no, that's so good. That's so powerful. Um, I, and a lot of, it is true. Like a lot of people don't want to be alone or are scared to see the real them and deal with the Mm -hmm. issues internally. So then we surround ourselves with people to one, stay busy, to feel loved, to feel mattered, 
all this stuff. But like you said, it does start with yourself. And that's the hardest part. I remember coming out of a really hard relationship and being so scared to look at myself in the mirror and be like, Holly, you've got issues. Like you need to fix Mm -hmm. these things. And it's like, once I hit rock bottom and focused on myself, I did lose all my friends. I did lose a lot of things, but I was able to start up from the root up. And, and start from a healthy place, even though I didn't have anything around me, I had to get to the nitty gritty of the part of me and build myself and get healthy. So that way, when I did grow, I had, you know, healthy friends, whether it's one or two, and I was able to grow healthy, rather than have all these things around me and me eternally just not be healthy, if that makes sense. Oh, no, for sure. Because like, when you get healthy and stuff, and then you get it's like weird because like that season of isolation that you take away mm-hmm. from your friends, you think it's like only going to hurt you. But now looking back, I did go through a season of isolation of no friends and no nothing after like a bad breakup too. And and now I have the most beautiful friends in your life. It's like kind of weird how like you get rewarded for that season of isolation. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> what about due to COVID? Just because we were chatting about this earlier before the podcast is like uh-huh. social. It's so hard for people to be social now because everybody's used to being by themselves in the room. Isolation has become such a norm. But um, I strongly believe like we're not called to live life and do life alone. You have to do life with people. But what is something that you failed at? Maybe it was a boundary due to COVID last year or this year that you're like, Okay, moving forward for 2021, these are the steps that I have to take to make sure that Montana, you know, walks in a good path. What are some boundaries oh. that you've had to take for due to COVID? Mm, due to, I let COVID in the beginning, like, okay, so I've basically been in isolation since October of 2019. I got in a really bad car accident and I ha- I couldn't walk. So I started working from home in October of 2019, the same job I'm at right now. And I was in the office one or two weeks before COVID happened. Like I had finished physical therapy and then COVID happened. So then I went back into isolation and I was so depressed at the beginning of quarantine because I had just done comedy for the first time. I had finally thought like I was getting my life back after the accident because I was in a, a very dark depression after that. And so I feel like I've been in COVID for forever. Mm-hmm. And um, I let myself isolate myself. And I'm a very social person. Like I was very involved in my church before this happened. Um, I was, you know, trying to pursue this. I was had my own small group. I was a part of other groups. Like I was very, very like active. That's why the accident hurt me and then COVID hurt me. So I isolated myself so hard and, um, would not reply for weeks and like didn't post anything and literally like stopped calling myself a comedian. And like, I've realized that I, kind of put this boundary up and like I let a few people of like because when I finally come out I've come out of it now like I feel like more creative now like I had to put up a boundary and say okay COVID happened yeah but I'm not going to let that stop me because we don't know how long this is going to last right so like I, I have to find a new way to do this mm-hmm. every and so I told those few people in my life when they finally saw me and like when Atlanta started opening up kind of where it's weird they were I had to make the boundary and say, I need you few people like you, I, y'all don't know how dark it just got. I need you to not let me get that way. And that was a boundary that I had to do for myself, like get those accountability people in your life, because you have to at least let one or two people know like what you're really struggling with, especially like as a single girl, like I don't have a a spouse right now. So I need to depend on other people Mm -hmm. right now. I mean, like obviously like a relationship with God. Yeah. But we're designed for people. So it's like, 
I might not be able to do the physical outings in the same way. Like I might have to do Zoom stuff and internet stuff, but I have to have at least a few people that I can be real with. Yeah. I love that too. What you said is like you went to those people, those people that you felt safe with and people that you trust and let them know like, Hey, like I'm in a dark place. I'm coming out of a dark place. Like this is what I need because that's Mm -hmm. something that we don't really communicate very well. It's like we have needs and all this stuff from our friends, but I think a lack of communication can cause you to stumble from where you're supposed to be to get to point A to B, you know? And so that's something I've had to work on this year is just like, I have three really close girlfriends. They're in different States and it's been hard. Um, but communicating those things to the people that you feel safe with and love, whether they're girls or guys in your circle, because mm-hmm. everybody struggles. And if you don't communicate and let, you know, those peers know, like, hey, this is where I'm at, no one's going to know and you're going to continue to be stuck. But I think it's powerful when you have those people. And it could be one or two. Like, I have a handful of friends that I've done life with over the years and mm-hmm. we have that trust there. I'm not going to go out on Instagram or social media or reach out to pointless people for that. But for the girls listening to this, like if you are coming out of a dark place or you're in one right now due to COVID life, a wreck, a, you know, relationship breakup, whatever it looks like, like take the extra step, you know, whether it's just one friend, let them know like, Hey, this is where I'm at because two, two people can move so much further than one. So I love what you said. I guess wrapping up the podcast with the last question is, you know, 2021, we're still kind of in this COVID funk, Um, you know, kind of like what you said, like Zoom meetings, like all these different things to build that community, whether it's social media, texting your friend um, or the cool apps that me and you had found earlier. What are some goals as the girls are listening, what are some goals that you've, you're, you're going to take for 2021 when it comes to boundaries? If you do meet someone you want to date, or if you do meet a new girl and you're like, okay, I do want her in my circle or even coworkers, what are some things that you've thought of moving forward for this year that would be goals or good boundaries that you want to create for yourself? Um, it's like so weird. I always pick a word for the year. And so my word for this year is actually discipline. And it goes back to like having that self boundaries with myself first, because I see myself not being the greatest at time management. Like, I don't know, I have like bad ADHD. And so like, I my thoughts can get like, I can get in my head very easy. Mm-hmm. And so one of my main things has been um, just discipline in all aspects as far as like time, because I do have you know, goals. We all do. I think yeah. if people are listening to this, they're in your community, they're girl, they're go-getters. Like we all have them. And so I think it's like really important to always like set the boundaries with yourself first. But when it comes to people, this is something that I always do. Um, because like I said, with the thought patterns that I get, like I can get, I was making the joke on that live. I was like, I can have one conversation with a man and I can envision our life 50 years ahead. Like that's just how my brain works. And so I can get really ahead of myself. You're a go-getter. I love it. (laughs) And so I'm like, when it comes to anybody coming into relationships, I always, I am a, I am a, like a a faith filled person. Yeah. And one of my favorite pastors was like, when it's ever something that I want really bad, whether it be career family, work, dating, anything. I always pray God either bless it or block it Ooh, and, have me be okay, and have me be okay with it, whatever. Well, yeah. With and whatever I, happens. That's good. Yeah. And that's the hard part. <laughs> that's the hardest part because I, ever since that was about two years ago, 
And there's been a couple, there's not been a few, like I went over a really bad breakup about three and a half years ago. And it was like, so tragic, like cheating situation, like devastating. Yeah. And, um, I remember being like, when it comes to dating again, like I can't, I can't go through hurt like this anymore. So I took that, what that pastor said, and I take it everywhere now, whatever it is, like whether it's a job, blessed or block it, a church, a church thing, blessed or block it, whether it's a relationship and when he blesses it, he blesses it. And it's like, good. But when he blocks it, like he blocks it. And that's mm-hmm. the hard part. Like the is being the okay with it and actually like letting it go. Yes. Because you have to be aware that when you do make a boundary and when something gets blocked out of your life, what's not for you, you don't want what's not for you. Like, I don't want what's not for me. So if I have to block someone out of my life or block a situation, like it's for protection. That doesn't mean I'm a bad person or that they're a bad person just because you have to have a boundary with someone or something like that. It's you just, you don't want what's not for you. And yeah. like, not everything is for you. And so I think just being okay with that and like really having to be kind of like detached from outcomes sometimes because you don't want what's not for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. And being okay with letting it go. Because another thing is, too, is, like, especially being friends with someone for so long, I've learned. And then, you know, seasons change. You go through things. And then that person kind of distance. And then you kind of back up and realize, oh, they're probably not supposed to be in my life. Or, oh, they're not healthy. And then if it comes to that point where you're like, okay, God bless it or block it. It's like, if he does block that one, even though you've invested time into that one person, that girl, you have a relationship, you all have great memories and stuff like that, that would be hard too. Cause that's something I've had to learn is like, okay, like, yeah, just because you've invested time and seasons change, it's, and, not, a loss. it's not a loss. No, you've learned things. Mm-hmm. You've grown through things. You were probably in that girl's life for a certain reason. She was probably in yours, but don't, don't isolate in, in what's the word. Don't like, look at yourself and and belittle yourself and think that there's something wrong with you or you failed because you have to release that relationship and move on. And two, because it can also like bring in trust issues, like going forward, you should never let one relationship failing or one friendship failing, like make you not trust others. Like everyone deserves a shot. Like, yeah, everyone. and, And, and I think like we can carry those hurts into other things, but I think I don't, I don't know. There, like, it might look like a loss at first, but anything that's ever been blocked, I've, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, this is actually so much better. What, like, it's not what you're planning for usually, but it's for the best in the end, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's good. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to use that moving forward because I think mentally we think about those things, but like, people come and go in your walk all the time. Like, you're going to meet people mm-hmm. and, and, you're going to go through different seasons. Some are rough, some are good. I've been through seasons where I have a ton of friends. I've been through seasons where I have like one and it's like, I've had to learn the transition, those stages where you transition from one season to another and entering and exiting people's lives. Like it's, if God releases it and they move on, then they're not supposed to be in your walk and learning to be okay with that. And knowing that it's, it's not an issue within yourself. It's, it's called healing and it's a process. And I think us girls are so hard on ourselves when it comes to, especially friendships, like setting those boundaries and being okay. If God does let it go. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? I just feel like I should say, like, and then this is like, if there is anybody that's listening, that is in a dark place or like, you don't have 
friends or, or, or even like one or two people you could think of, like, don't think that there's something wrong with you. I've been in that season where I genuinely have had zero people, I feel like, and you're not alone as much as you like think you are. I promise you that you're not. Yeah, no, that's We've- good. I think we we are so hard on ourselves. I know me is, you know, for being a person who loves people and invests into girls mm-hmm. and wants, wants friendships and all that stuff. That's healthy. That's because we're human. But at the same time, like, we have to set those boundaries. Otherwise, we're going to continue to get run over. And just know, like, if you're if you're going through it right now, like, it's okay. You're going to make it. Surround yourself with healthy friends. And there's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, seasons of your life where it is just you. It's isolation. It is just you. And sometimes, kind of like me, I had to be in that season where I cut everything down to the root, healed myself, had to go through things so I could build up mm-hmm. healthy you know, so that way everything that I'm building up branches out and it is healthy as well. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, girl, thanks for speaking <laughs> on the podcast today. Um, just love your heart and what you're doing. Girls, make sure you go follow Montana. She's all over the her podcast Instagram. Make sure you follow her um, and as well as her podcast. What is the name of your podcast show again, Montana? Tana Talks podcast. Very original. <laughs> no, I love it. I think I followed you earlier. Yes, make sure you go follow her and check out her podcast as well and um, connect with her and listen to some of her comedian stuff because she's so funny. <laughs> I think I love that you call yourself a comedian because your personality is so there. But um, I'm just believing the best for you that people are going to come all over and you can just share your story and heart and be that joy for people. Well, thank you. I hope so. I hope so. Thank you. (laughs) It's going to be good. I'm excited. Well, thanks, Montana, for being on the podcast today. Girls, make sure you connect with her and stay tuned for next week.